This podcast is brought to you by Laterno University. Laterno University is the Christian polytechnic university in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Laterno offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Laterno's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas. Online at letu.edu. That's letu.edu. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our 9 to 5. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as Martha and I broadcast from San Antonio, Texas. That's right, Jim. And I can't even believe it. We've been getting grilled that, you know, we didn't go see the Alamo. <laughs> and we didn't this, have any This trip is Mexican all about, food. you know focusing on the ministry happening here in San Antonio, so we have to come back again and see the Alamo. We're going to have to spend more time in San Antonio. San Antonio. Overnight was not near enough. Well, again, we are privileged to be hosting a show alongside Bill Peel from Letourneau's Center for Faith and Work. You can mm-hmm. check them out and all the resources that are out there online, centerforfaithandwork.com, centerforfaithandwork.com. Bill Peel, as we, you know, you you told us yesterday, the drive from Dallas uh, to uh, San Antonio would be incredible. It was incredible. You got to fly down. A little jealous about that. But <laughs> as we as we spend time together this morning, I want to make sure we highlight a little bit more about Laterno Center for Faith and Work because our listeners are just getting tidbits. And many of these shows we've done in Dallas and San Antonio, they're getting little tidbits on what's Laterno Center for Faith and Work all about. Why don't you tell us about the driving mission behind the Center for Faith the and Work? The mission of the Center for Faith and Work is simply to champion the legacy of R.G. Laterno. And his idea that faith belongs in the workplace, and we say it like this, uh, we want to revolutionize the way Christians think about their work so that they can experience the, the life-changing uh, presence of Christ in their workplace. We have three audiences that we work on. We definitely work on our students. We mm-hmm. have uh, about 3,000 students at Laterno University. Uh, half of them are in East Texas at a beautiful campus that we have there. And so we help them understand before they get out of out of their graduate and go into their workplace that their work is going to matter to God, and uh, actually it matters to God while they're there too because being a student is their work. Yes. Uh, we reach out to people in the workplace as well. We've got uh, incredible resources available, curriculum. Uh, video examples of people following Christ in the workplace, and over a thousand articles about workplace wisdom on our website, which is centerforfaithandwork.com. And then the other thing we do is we really help churches kind of get in this game with us. A lot of the a lot of the ministry in the workplace over the last thirty years or so has really been 
external, outside the church, either conducted by businessmen or crazy people like me that thought this was important (laughs) and decided just to do it on our own. And we're seeing more and more churches and pastors join in on this. And so we spend a lot of time helping pastors understand how important this is to actually equip people for their workplace mission field and begin to see a church can expand its its mission footprint in their own community 25 times, mm-hmm. quite frankly, because the average the average Christian has 25 contacts with non-Christians during, during the week, and most of those are in the workplace. And so if a church isn't forming its people and discipling its people for the workplace, guess what? The workplace is discipling. <laughs> discipling those people uh, right. and that is not a pretty picture as we're seeing in america right now so we we're we're hoping we want to get a lot a lot of pastors to join us mm-hmm. uh and move this 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 important ministry with inside the church mm-hmm. now we got to do a show when we were in dallas together about pcpc at work and that would be definitely one that would people want to go back and listen to because uh, blake schwarz really did a great job of talking about a church that's putting that all into action that was a yeah. lot of fun and we're gonna uh, a little later today, right here in San Antonio, there's a church uh, just just on the outskirts of town here, uh, Grace Bible Church, that's doing this too. And we're going to talk to a layman who's just come in to be on church staff and the pastor together and how that actually mm. all plays out. All that played out. Wow. So. Awesome. Okay. You've arranged again for another incredible guest. Go ahead, Bill Peel. Introduce our guest for today. I'm just so delighted here to be with with Joe Carroll. Joe is a real estate magnate in San Antonio. Well, he probably wouldn't say that, but he is in commercial real estate here and uh, actually has a a very important ministry in workplace in developing this beautiful creation that God has given us, which is what commercial real estate people do. And he's been doing that. Joe, you're going to be 40 years into this pretty soon almost yeah 30 almost 37 years yeah Mm -hmm. so that's 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 really great i met joe a number of years ago uh and joe is not only uh by the way i commercial real estate takes a lot of faith um you (laughs) work for years on a deal and actually don't know if it's ever going to close sometime until it closes and so that's that's an amazing it's an amazing kind of work and it's an amazing spiritual work as well and one of the things that came out of that work was your book experiencing god in your work and so we want to highlight that and we'll talk hopefully a little bit about that as we go forward here but one of the things that you're about to do and you've been involved in this ministry forever is the ministry called BLE, which is what I call it, but it's Biblical Leadership for Excellence. And I've actually used material from BLE in Dallas with some businessmen I've worked with, and it's really excellent material. Uh, And BLE's been around 30 years, hasn't it? 30. We started in 1985. 1985. Mm -hmm. And I actually met A.C. Johnson, who was one of the founders with you uh, of this, uh, in 1987 in Dallas at one of the first events that I started attending when I started really thinking about, uh, okay, how are we going to actually do this in the workplace? So, Joe, it's it's just my privilege to 
to introduce you to I Work For Him here today. Well, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Joe Carroll, I hope you feel that way at the end of the broadcast, but we're, <laughs> we're grateful. Before we get into talking about commercial real estate and, and BLE, Biblical Leadership for Excellence, I want to hear, how did you become a Christ follower? Well, when I, w- I grew up in the church, to some extent, my mom uh, drug us to church, uh, and um, I had a... Uh, I would say a nominal belief that God was there. I've kind of felt like if I was good, he would, he would be good back to me. And then I was uh, about 15 years of age. We talked about West Texas a little bit earlier. Uh, we actually had a, uh, the school brought in a Christian rock band. Now, this is 1972 and did an assembly with a Christian rock band. They didn't. What was the band? I don't remember. Oh. There weren't very many of them. But no, no, that's what no. I mean. I probably know the well, name of the band. Well, Love when, song. Well, well there was <laughs> a it, it was a group called uh, or... Spirino, uh, and you know by the time things hit West Texas, they've already been around the country a couple times. So um, so they hit our little town, a little town of, of ten thousand people out in the oil patch of West Texas. Uh, our claim to fame is Max Licato was a class classmate of mine, so that's where Max grew up. And uh, but this they had this assembly and they had this Christian rock band and that night they invited you back to an auditorium where someone shared how you could know that you could have eternal life. Mm -hmm. And I just, it was such a free, I remember going out, you've seen the West Texas guys, you see the beautiful stars and just looking up and experiencing that freedom that I Mm felt like I had as a 15 year old of, Mm -hmm. of, yeah, I know I have eternal life. So that was my entree into, into being a Jesus follower. Hmm. Very, very cool. A, a, a school bringing in a Christian rock band. Imagine if they did that today. Oh, hmm. Just amazing. Yeah, we used to, our school used to allow us to do devotions on, on Monday mornings. And so any of our students who wanted to do a Christian devotion could do it over the whole PA system. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I mean, they can still do them on campus, but not over the PA system, not anymore. All right, so, Joel Carroll, how did God lead you into the commercial real estate, the line of work, commercial real estate? I wish I could say it was my ingenuity and my my planning, but uh, I had been involved uh, in college in a ministry with the Navigators, if you're familiar with the Navigators. Great organization. It's where I met my wife, was being involved with the Navigator ministry. Give your wife a plug. Yeah, well, she she and I met in a skit, and it's amazing we got married after that. Um, And so uh, we we decided to move to San Antonio and we got engaged. We were going to live here for two years, be mentored by a navigator couple, and then more than likely head to Mexico with the navigators. And so, um, I, uh, I was looking for work. I was looking for a job for a couple of years. And so, um, I had got my degree in education and I realized during my student teaching that I really didn't want to teach. And so <laughs> what great, that's what great, great planning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had great, great counseling there. So I, I like to teach, but I decided I didn't want to do it in that context. And so I started looking for work. And so long story short, met a, a lady who said, my father's who consults this company, they're in real estate and they're looking for someone to lease space for them. Warehouse space. I had these pictures of, Old guys with cigars sitting out by a railroad track, leasing warehouse space. I had no idea. I had no idea about business. Martha, we're going to have a great conversation today, but why don't you tell people how they can connect with us online? Well, they can connect with us on our website, which is iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com. And, um, you know, just 
there it there are a lot of things there that people can check out. We do post pictures of the people that we interview, um, websites, um, Facebook posts are there. There's so much that people can um, just get connected and kind of learn who we are. And in the meantime, you can call us on our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And we give away a book every day on the air and you are, please call in. Um, That is a a thing that we do for our listeners and we would love for you to be taking advantage of that. And at the same time, leave us a little blurb where are you hearing about us and uh, maybe a favorite show. Yeah, or or maybe you've got somebody that you want to hi- think that we should highlight an I work for him, somebody that's living out their faith in their work. Yes. All right, we're on location again, as I said, in San Antonio, Texas, courtesy of Bill Peel from Letourneau's Center for Faith and Work. You can check out Letourneau's Center for Faith and Work online, centerforfaithandwork.com, centerforfaithandwork.com. Bill Peel, you've done an excellent job in getting us great interviews all over Texas, and when we come back through Texas the next time, we'll expect you to do this all over again. But today, you've, you've, you've got us in front of Joe Carroll. Why are we sitting here with Joe Carroll? Well, because I met Joe a number of years ago, and he is a great example of a person who is being very serious about his faith 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So faith is not just about Sunday. It's about mm. uh, Monday through the rest of the week as well. And so people need to people need to be introduced to this and uh, to this idea and hear how this practically what this looks like uh, as as people people do this. So I want to throw a question to Joe. Well, we, 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 well yeah, are we done? Or? Well, no, hang on to that question because okay. we were sitting. He was telling us how he got into the commercial real estate business, uh, and he was busy by the railroad track smoking cigars with a couple of guys <laughs> yeah. when, when I had to doing cut a him warehouse off. deal. Okay. Okay. Doing a warehouse deal. So. <laughs> No. Joe, pick that story up from there. <laughs> well, uh, this this company decided to hire me. Why they did, I have no idea. Because I had no business background, no real estate background, and I was serious about my faith. I I thought we were going to be in full time Christian vocational work a couple years down the road. So I saw this more of a stopgap job mm-hmm. to help us get along. And when I started working, it disrupted me significantly. I realized I I had a lot of growing up to do in terms of being able to integrate a holistic life and work. I would come home and I thought, this is so hard. You know, it was easier, a lot easier when I was a college student to be able to integrate my faith. And I realized that, that now, day in and day out, 40 hours a week or longer, there were so many pressures. And I felt so insecure in what I was doing. And I wanted to integrate my faith, but I felt very lost. And so I realized that I, that, you know, being a, a full-time vocational missionary was, you know, a great desire, but I needed to push that on pause for a while and learn. And so after I started working commercial real estate, I, I really started seeing my eyes open up different things about God and work mm. that I had never even thought about. Nobody ever talked to me about it. I never remember hearing a sermon about it. And uh, lo and behold, God started bringing some other people around me that were older, a little wiser, and we started kind of wondering, what did God have in mind for us? And I, I'd see all these people in, who are Christians, and I thought, why, why can't we kind of get together and talk about, you know, why can't we do something together? And so conversations started leading one to another, and about that time, a book, uh, it's not a faith book, it's called In Search of Excellence came out. Sure. Very seminal book in terms of of classifying companies that were outstanding in what they did, especially multi generational. 
And when we looked at that, one of the, the key parts of that wasn't just serving your customers or serving your people. And that was a very integral part. And we thought, golly, if anybody ought to be writing a book about serving people, it ought to be us. Because Jesus Christ, Mark 10, 45, says he came not to be served, but to serve and to lay down his life for people. And so we, we came up, if you see our BLE uh, logo, we have a, a pyramid on there. Mm-hmm. And we, we thought, hey, anybody in work, you do not ascend to a higher level of privilege if you become an executive, you become a manager, you become a CFO. You ascend to a higher level of service. And so that became a mantra for us that we, we saw that we were there to serve people, and that was the model that Christ came. And so that started impacting us. So we thought well, maybe we should start writing some stuff down. And so we, uh, we got together, there were four of us, and uh, I was kind of the young buck on the group that kind of let me be a part of it. And we started. And this is back in 1985. 19- well, it was probably 1984-ish then. Okay. I'd been in the work world about three years. And uh, oftentimes it was like a deer in the headlights. I mm-hmm. didn't know what I didn't even know. Sure. And, That's um, still the case, though. When you get older, you, there's, still, there's still more things you don't you, know. You're just willing to admit it, That's I think, right. when you get older. So, <laughs> um, so we started writing some stuff, and we went through it. We had a group of we had a dozen guys go through it in our conference room, and, and we came out. We thought we didn't know. We didn't know really what we're doing we'd go back and rewrite it rewrite it and it just took off we found that people wanted they wanted to integrate their faith in the work they wanted to learn how does this work and so we started just experimenting with different things and so we came out with our first book it was called book one very creative wasn't it uh, yes. the effective yeah the effective christian careers is what we titled it and we took people through uh, a series of lessons and we would teach them we would teach them how to pray we would teach them how to memorize a verse and we would teach them to do some meditation principles in that. We thought if we can take them back to the Lord in the in the vision of seeing their work in a different context, then maybe God would multiply that into to workplaces. And he did. And so that's how it all started. So that's how Biblical Leadership for Excellence started. That's exactly It was just out of a deep desire to understand the connection between what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your 9 to 5. Amen. Yeah, we... You know, we we saw a lot of this happening in 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 the mid to late eighties, just out of the blue. It was the, a wave. The yeah. spirit of God mm-hmm. just started moving. It was mainly in business leaders. Mm-hmm. We wish it had been in pastors, but it was business leaders who were out there trying, struggling. What does this mean to do my work to do commercial mm-hmm. real estate in your case for the glory of God? Yeah. So we saw so, that happen too. Of uh, we we well, actually we came up to Dallas. Uh, Doug Sherman's group was going maybe mm-hmm. and we. We came up and, and met with those guys, Career Impact Ministries, and we started saying, hey, this isn't just us. There's a movement of God. And so because we, we really were bumbling through lots of things. And, you know, that's the amazing thing about God is if somebody just kind of raises their hand and says, here, my Lord, you know, speak to me, help me. He takes it and he does amazing things. So uh, we were felt very privileged to be in the in the part of that wind that was blown through the country. Hmm. Now, Bill, you said you had a question, but yeah. I interrupted you, so I apologize. Well, I, this is your show. I interrupted <laughs> you. So it's God's show. You're all interrupting That's right, we're all God. In. Now, so. I just, yeah, and just 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 so you know, we we're clear on this. A Texan actually apologized here. I, we're not all. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Hey. There are big apologies in Texas, right? Yeah. Just like big apologies. Uh, so, Joe, um, as, you, as you're getting into this and thinking about this and actually thinking about commercial real estate as your work and your ministry here, uh, besides the, you know, the studies and things like this, which, how did you see this actual 
what you were doing, the actual the actual work of commercial real estate. Why does God care about that? How, how have you seen that uh, as as part of God's plan over the years? Years. Well, it, it it impacted me big time because we we would go out and we would. I, I wasn't with a developer. We were the largest developer here in the city of of industrial properties, and we would buy vacant land and had really no use for it except just you know growing weeds out here. And uh, we would get people involved. We plan it, architect it draft it, design it, turn it into a beautiful industrial business park where people go in and, and, and work. And I thought, you know, isn't that what God does? He mm-hmm. takes barren land, barren people, and one of the, the great maxims in commercial real estate is highest and best use. That is, that is a part of, of our terminology in real estate, and really it's a biblical principle of highest and best use because that's what that's what God does for us is he he designed us for our highest and best use mm-hmm. to be in relationship with him and so I started seeing this these synapses going off in my brain of saying man God was the first real estate developer <laughs> he looked out over all that and said wow I'm going to take that which is void and create something beautiful out of it and that's what he did and so every day we get to drive by all this stuff that God created, and he created nothing. And so when I'm involved with real estate, that's what excites me is seeing we get to image God in the midst of what we do. In my context, it was, it was commercial real estate development, which now I do a lot of brokerage work. And so whatever enterprise we found ourselves in, so it was an attorney or a teacher, we said, hey, he's the author of that profession. If you look back at what, what you're doing, not just why you're doing it, but what you're doing, he authored that, and and we get to image who he is and what we do. And I tell you, I see it revolutionary, revolutionize people in their eyes, and they start they go back to their workplace, and they say, "Wow, okay, I get to do what God's doing." And, and when you look at what God has done, and, and when He gave that command to Adam and Eve in the garden, "Hey, cultivate the garden," mm-hmm. which is really get everything that I planted underneath the dirt and bring it up above, and everything we see above the ground was once below the ground. It's all it's all been bri- risen up. Talking with Joe Carroll about biblical leadership for excellence. And, of course, this interview being arranged by Bill Peel from Laterno Center for Faith and Work. Bill Peel, Laterno Center for Faith and Work, online, centerforfaithandwork.com. Great resources out there for people. Absolutely. If you're a... A business owner, there's great resources for you. What if, if I'm? What if, if I'm you're a, a, if, what if I'm a? You know, I'm an electrician, or what if I'm a, a, a just an everyday person, middle manager in a company? If you if you take your shower at the end of the day, <laughs> then there's stuff there for you as well, because <laughs> all work matters to God, and uh, no matter you know where you office, where you work, uh, we we want to help people understand that. Work really matters to God, and there are so many resources there available on our website. I'm just going to plug your little your little blog that they can sign up for, oh, or sure. their e-blast, because Absolutely. once a month you send out, it's Monday morning motivation. Make Mondays meaningful. Make, I knew it was M's. You know, yeah. Make Mondays meaningful. Make Mondays meaningful. It's not the job that makes... Uh, it, it makes somebody significant. We bring meaning and significant to our work because we take the Holy Spirit with us, take Christ with us into the workplace. And he's already there, by the way, uh, <laughs> or yes. there wouldn't be a place there. Right, or, but, but it's paying attention to the fact that he is there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, we are sitting here with Joe Carroll. He is the Interim Executive Director for Biblical Leadership for Excellence, and he's also a commercial real estate developer right here in San Antonio, Texas. Joe, when you look at the years in industry, being a commercial real estate developer, how have you seen God show himself in your work? And then I want to talk about biblical leadership for excellence. But commercial developers, they, you know, it's, there's a lot of you got bankers involved and attorneys involved and politicians involved because you're dealing with cities and counties. And I mean, it's that's a mess. That's just a mess. How have you seen God work in your world? Sometimes very slow, but very deliberate. <laughs> so it's mm. a, it's a challenge. And and you know, the professions that not only in ours, but uh, it it does take a lot of, of patience and waiting. And most of what our company does now, I'm a partner in it. We have a small firm. There's about 12 of us in our firm. Uh, we mainly are brokerage, uh, property management, and we work for developers is what we do now. So we have some great clients that we work with. And it's usually more of the governmental process that gets frustrating. Uh, that can be a very frustrating process. And, and I think it's just important to keep in mind that there is an ultimate authority and that, um, yeah, we can complain, we can gripe. That's the easy road. The, the, narrow, the narrow road, though, is, is to wait and trust God for, for things as they come. It's easier said than done, but it's, a, it's an integral part of, of, of walking with God in our work. Uh, I think for me personally, um, I think, when, you know, I can't say this every day, but there are a lot of times where I can just sense I know he's there with me. Mm. And and that is, I think, become a desire of mine because I found that I think the gospel is hardest lived out in the home, but it's the most disconnected in the workplace. Because most of us, we, we come into the work environment and we really haven't been equipped to do that well. We, we don't know what it means to bring faith into work. And so a lot of us, we kind of just learn. And so... For one person, it may just be thinking a thought about God once a day. And for others, you know, it may be really integrating our faith in our work. And so um, I think one of the images that I've often that have, have helped me is if you remember that, that movie uh, um, that had, um, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank now, the uh, famous runner Eric Little in it. Yes. Uh, Chariots of Fire. Fire. Yeah. You know, there's a part in that where, where his family is committed to, to vocational mission work. And his sister wants him to be in China so bad. And yet he's an Olympian. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to go run. And he looks at her straight in the eye. And he says, when I run, I feel his pleasure. And you know, work should be that way for us. And yes, there's frustrations. Yes, there's hard, it's hard. Work is always going to be hard. It's, 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 never, it's never an easy path. But, but there is a sense where we can experience God's pleasure in the midst of our workday. And there have been moments where I just cherish. I just think I'm stopping. I'll just look out the window or stop what I'm doing. And just I sense his pleasure because I get to be, I get to be like him in my work. Well, that's such the wonderful thing about serving Christ in the workplace mm-hmm. is because sometimes we do work that we're passionate about and it engages us. And other times there, mm-hmm. well, every job has bedpans. But even in those even in those jobs that don't necessarily energize us, the very fact that Christ is present there in that, mm-hmm. that it's serving some purpose that he cares about to bring about human flourishing, right. then that 
takes that job to a whole new level. And we can experience that, that joy and fulfillment in, in any kind of work. And that's really where BLE came from. That's really where biblical leadership for excellence came from. You, you had this desire to share your experience and other experiences and, and, and to really build a camaraderie of people that are really seeking, what does it look like to live up my faith and my work? Why don't you talk to us about BLE? Because it's an organization that I want my, our listeners, our I Work Room listeners to hear about. As Martha and I travel around the country, we love finding ministries that are easily replicated. Mm-hmm. And BLE is one of those easily replicatable ministries. And people can find out more online, bleonline.org, bleonline.org. What's the purpose of BLE? Our, our purpose, we want people to experience God's purpose in work. Simple as that. Experiencing his purpose. Now, that's a short statement, but it is a huge mission. Because purpose, purpose is the why of when we walk in our office spaces and we walk in our manufacturing plants and our schoolrooms, is that there's a sense that I'm connected. And then it's an experiential. It's not just a head knowledge. There is an experiential element of where I'm thinking differently I'm engaged differently. I'm emotionally involved differently with what's going on, and the God's intimately involved in that. And so, we we believe that's a, that's obtainable in the workplace, and it should be a part of the workplace experience. So, so we have uh, studies that we have. We have different book materials. They're available online. You go to our website bleonline.org, and you can download for free uh, our book materials. We have different. We have four books on there that you can download for free, and there's other materials you can get as well. Uh, on there and so uh, and if someone's interested we have we can send you a, when you when you do it you just do it for free and then we can also send you a, a leader's guide to help you know how to get a group going and that's part of my job is that if you want to do that you can contact me and we will help walk you through getting that group going in your workplace joe carroll with biblical leadership for excellence how do people get a hold of you uh, they can contact me at joe at bleonline.org joe at bleonline.org just shoot me an email or you can call me 210-422-6891 210-422-6891 be glad to to visit with you and see how we can help you uh, what we like to do is get people involved in in a study in their actual workplace and that's how we started we we do have studies in churches and we're glad to do that uh, but we also like for people to feel like they connect. And when I, we first did the study in my office, I tell you, it was impactful for me. I'm sitting there coming out of my conference room at 8 o'clock in the morning, and people are coming into work, and they're asking, what are you doing in there? Mm-hmm. And it raises a whole level of accountability of, oh, you're studying the Bible in the office? And uh, I tell you, when you start doing things in your workplace, it impacts. There's just a different feel about it that can't be replicated in another environment. So when um, so you said that you have studies, you have books that people can go through um, to learn more about experiencing the way you said experiencing God's purpose at work. Mm-hmm. What does that really look like? So if so, is is that it? Is it just getting together in a conference room and studying the scripture, or um, is there more that BLE does at least here in San Antonio? Well, we do mentoring. We do personal mentoring with people, which uh, means what. Well, we'll get together and, and usually we'll take them to get in a one-to-one basis through a lot of the same principles of what, what we're learning. Mm-hmm. Plus, we found that people just need to have context. You know, uh, 
work is never all, I don't, we don't believe ever to be done in an isolation. So there's a part mm-hmm. of the body of Christ coming together that's just essential. And we found that you, you put the Bible, you put some people in a room talking about work, Holy Spirit does a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And so if, if people will open their hearts and really talk about what the issues are really going on, we have a great God that takes over. We, we don't have to do a whole lot. So if we help provide the stage, provide the environment. We want good material. We want good questions. But if people just be willing to do it, mm-hmm. then that we've seen that have significant impact. What are some of the subjects that you that you cover? Well, um, we one of our, our main topics that people kick off, we call investing your life, not spending. And uh, in our <laughs> workplace today, you know, people go through a career and they'll say, okay, I've spent my life. What does it mean? So we, one real important concept, we, we have a line that we have them drawn out in one of our lessons where they look at the line of eternity and say, okay, put your dot. Mm-hmm. Where are you on that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it makes you feel pretty insignificant. And so, hey, God brings significance at insignificance. And so we help people connect with that, that there's meaning and purpose. Another one is work is a spiritual endeavor. And that, um, you know, the theological basis on that is when, you know, Christ died on the cross and the, the temple curtain was rent in two, it was rent from top to bottom. God was making a statement. I'm coming down and I'm being involved with, with you in the nitty gritty of life. And uh, so we hey, every part of life, including work, is a spiritual endeavor. It's not the nature of activity that makes it spiritual. It's the origin. And so we help people connect with that origin and what they do. So uh, we look at true success. That's a topic we look at. Uh, we look at legacy issues in our studies of are you leaving a legacy? You know, you know, when you when you leave your workplace, you know, do you have are you settled just for your, your watch? You know, your little watch you get from your work or, or are there lives that have been impacted by it? You know, what I love about your material is it's, you know, if I wrote it, it would be it would be coming from a theological perspective somewhat. And you guys, y'all develop this out of the nitty gritty of, you know, hey, I. You know, I'm I'm going to leave a legacy in my business. What is that going to look like? And so as these things came up in people's lives, mm-hmm. y'all actually responded, went to the scriptures, found the answers to the questions that you were a- asking as business people. Yeah, one of the things uh, we do it in our book studies and also do it in, in my book is we, we actually ask people to take contracts very seriously. And so uh, in one of the contexts, you know, when you buy a home, you get a title insurance. And so uh, the title, or actually you get title to your house when you finally pay it off, but you own it. And so we believe that people have a conversion experience, but have you had a work conversion experience? Mm. And so we invite people to turn over their career to title it over. And so they, we have a page and they actually say, take this seriously. We're not at, you don't have to do this. You only do if you want to do this is your choice, but do you want to really title over your work to God? Biblical Leadership for Excellence. Biblical Leadership for Excellence. Find about it online, bleonline.org, bleonline.org. Joe Carroll, talk to us about the expanding of BLE across the country. You, right here in San Antonio, you've got, how many people do you have involved in San Antonio? We probably have 100 people actively involved in different kinds of studies actively right now. But in 35 years, 33 years that you launched this thing, how many people have been touched by BLE? Uh, I don't know a number. We've had thousands that okay. have been involved in 
Well, you made a good point. You know, 35 years ago, weren't, people weren't downloading, you know, and then you no, people started to be able to download, <laughs> but you didn't know who they were. You know, people had access right. to it without you being able to track it. So, um, but you alluded to the fact that, you know, thousands of people have been touched in one way or another. yeah we we know that for sure and and uh you know and there are people who use our a lot of times people will tell me later oh were you were you matter of fact a guy told me last week oh, i'm using some of your stuff and i didn't even know about it mm-hmm. so which is fine you know we're, we're glad uh to do that and uh we're here as a resource to to see to see people engage and connect with god in their work right yeah. so when somebody gets involved in a BLE group. Let's just say a brand new person come to one of your groups because you have, this morning you had a breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay, what was the breakfast for? We we help people, we want the common person to experience the uncommon God in their work. And so when they come to a breakfast, we, wa- we want to open up to them uh, an inspirational experience where they say, oh, wow, this person shared this about in their workplace. You know, I could do that. Or I could do something like that. Or maybe that's not how I would do it, but what can I do? And so we bring in common, very common people. We had a lady in one place. She's got, she's got 250 people at a publicly traded company that she has a devotion with every morning. And then she has a BLE study at noon that she does with that. We had a guy who didn't even like to read, and he started a Bible study in his work. A guy kept pestering and said, you need to start a study. He said, you got the wrong guy. I shouldn't be doing this. And he said, I, I, I've, never, I've never been to seminary. I don't know how to, much about the Bible. He started with two or three people. They've got, they've got a third of their workforce. They've got 30 people that are coming every two weeks in their conference room. And they're studying. Matter of fact, they're, they're using our book one without telling people it's a book one. Because he, he doesn't want it to make it look too religious. And so they come. And we had them speak at a breakfast a few times ago. And they do a, a sinner's prayer at the end of the thing in the conference room. They're at lunchtime. And this guy became a Christian from that experience. And that's not the only time that's happened. So we like the idea that we want people to realize that faith at work is for everyone. And even if there's a high-profile person who comes and speaks at one of our events, we really go after the common experiences of frustration, fatigue, anxiety, uh, workplace relationships that get bent out of shape. We want people to come away thinking the Bible has answers for me. Mm. Okay, the but the breakfast just one of the pieces. You also mentioned small group stuff. Talk to us about these small groups. What do they look like? Yeah, so that that is an opportunity for people to get involved. We have we have three phases of small of, of front lines. One is mentoring that we do personally, and we can help people if they want to learn how to mentor somebody. To is do that one on one mentoring? One on one mentoring. Uh, we have a small group which is our book studies and experiencing God in your work, which uh, was the book I wrote, and then we have what we call we just started the thing. A few years called forge groups f-o-r-g-e and these are for managers leaders uh, ceos of companies um you know we we want them to be in an environment where they can kind of get under the hood so to speak and so uh uh there's a lot of good ceo type stuff out there in the market today what we try to do in ours is we go after their personal intimate life with the lord and with their, how are they leading in their work and in their families so f-o-r-g starts for full of reverence grace and evangelism and so it's a forge group, and when those those come together, that's what the the sharp acronym we have is is taken from that is that God forges us the the Proverbs twenty seven seventeen iron sharpens iron, and so I have a group that meets here once a month, and and we look, we get under the hood with how are our stories playing out and how we're leading 
in our workplaces. We're talking to Joe Carroll today from Biblical Leadership for Excellence. Find out more about him online, bleonline.org, bleonline.org. So, Joe, you kind of glossed over the fact that you have written a book, and we want our listeners to have the opportunity to call in and get a copy of that book. So it is called Experiencing God in Your Work, and is, that's kind of a is – it, is it a good culmination of, of kind of the overview of what BLE is, or how, how would I explain it to our listeners? Uh, it's probably more of an aspirational book okay. that that I need to follow. And so <laughs> I, I wish anybody reading could say, you know, hey, this guy's got to... No, these are things that in, in my 37 mm-hmm. years of working, say these are the things that are important to me that I feel like that are should be important to everybody. And plus, I want it for my kids. I, I wanted them to have something of a legacy. And I and I think it has value in there because there, there are important things in there. It, it has... It, it goes through purpose, perspective, and practice. And so uh, it lays a foundation of purpose and, and, and perspective in our workplace. But then most of the book is really written of how does this work? Fabulous. How does it, you know, how do I do this with ideas and stories and things? So we br- I bring in biblical people, but also human stories. And they're not all big celebrities. Mm-hmm. These are common people who say, okay, hey, okay, Maybe that helps me connect with how I can experience God in my work. So if you want a copy of this book, Experiencing God in Your Work, by our guest today, Joe Carroll, you can call into our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And uh, we'd be happy to get a copy out to you. Compliments of Joe and BLE. All right, Joe Carroll, we've talked about your book. We've talked about Biblical Leadership for Excellence, and we've tried to make it known to our audience that, hey, this is something that every one of them listening, from no matter where they are in the country, they can get a BLE group started in their neck of the woods, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. whether it's Alaska or Hawaii or Florida or anywhere in between. Why would they do this? Why would they start a BLE group? Well, Jesus came to give us an abundant life. And, you know, if, if we want to spend our most of our waking hours in frustration and void, um, we've been there and we all know that. And so it's it's an opportunity for us to connect that Sunday to Monday experience. And on a Tuesday afternoon, we can find purpose and meaning in our work. And it can be just as exciting as, you know, I, you know, the worship experience is different in the workplace, but it can be than it is on a Sunday morning, but it can be just as fulfilling as it is on a Sunday morning. And we've been in, we've honestly, we've been in businesses that we've interviewed over the last five years. And sometimes that worship experience in the business is just as dynamic and just as intriguing and just as emotional mm-hmm. and fulfilling as going to church. I mean, yeah. there's sometimes you're like, wow, we just went to church mm-hmm. and we were at a business. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Martha. Well, you were sharing a perspective with us off of the air about the fact that this isn't really just for men sitting around a conference table. So let's, let's talk about who all this can reach. Oh, the housewife, frankly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, hits, it, it really ought to hit into all genders, men, women, students are working. I mean, this is not, this, this transcends any kind of workplace. So we really see that this actually, we really think it can have a significant impact in third world countries today because there's a lot of good things happening in people bringing not just aid, but bringing employment. It mm-hmm. gives people dignity and respect. We have a fellow who's been doing it with a couple ladies who are coming out of incarceration. And so they're learning to go back in the workforce. 
okay, they're helping them with the skills, but are they giving them the biblical perspective Mm -hmm. and the understanding of what they need to experience God in their work? So we see we've got, I think, a bright opportunity in the future of helping people connect in all phases, whether you're a housewife, whether you're coming out of a difficult situation, or if you're in a third world country, of, of not just giving you a job, but helping you experience God's purpose and Him in the midst of what you're doing every day. So you mentioned, okay, it's for men and women, and it, you know, it's for people in all, no matter what their work is, mm-hmm. but what about generations? I mean, do you, I, I know you, I'm sure you've got some, some people that are maybe uh, baby boomers, but what about millennials? Are you attracting the young and the old to get them together in the same room? We're, we are learning more about that, I have to say. As a matter of fact, we had a, a fellow here, had two people here yesterday, and we are looking, actually revising some of what we're doing in terms of being able to connect more with the, with the younger generation. We're putting more videos, we're doing more visual things in there to make it connect with them, and we're talking about how to make that connect with the younger generation. BLEonline.org, BLEonline.org. I know, Bill Peel, you've got at least one question left because we we're running out of time, and I know yeah. I always do that to you. So you got yeah. 30 seconds. Go ahead. So <laughs> quick here. Joe, okay, so I'm listening to this broadcast, and I know, okay, I'm a Christian. I know that I should be, I've, but I've lost my ball in the weeds here. Hmm. Uh, what, what, what do I need to do? Just reach out. Call us. Let us know how we can help. Or, or contact, you know, Bill at Laterno. Find someone that you know that will, will be there to help you take the next step. Mm-hmm. Joe Carroll with BLEonline.org, Biblical Leadership for Excellence. Thanks for being on I Work for him today. Thanks again, Bill Peel, for arranging an incredible interview from Laterno Center for Faith and Work, centerforfaithandwork.com, centerforfaithandwork.com. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.